Welcome to the Sports Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Lure, and I am excited to welcome a special guest for a special topic today. Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Patrick Muratoglu. Marcus, thank you very much. I'm excited to talk to you again. Yeah, same here. And uh, this time, I believe I'm calling you at Nice at your academy. So I'm still looking forward to coming and visiting you there one day. You're invited, you know that. Yes, I know, and I, I can't wait. But before we get into this special topic, I just wanted to have a, you know, sort of a general catch-up here and check in how you're doing and how's been the last several months since we spoke. How's the academy and, and of course, all uh, all your players are going? Well, everything's fine. We uh, we are lucky to have nice weather, even in, even in winter here in Nice. Uh, we have a great uh, group of players, Great results in the tournaments, especially for the young ones. Uh, we had two finalists of the Petizas, and of course the winner was one of those uh, from the academy. All right. And we have uh, also working with, we are still working with a lot of professional players, uh, Kokugov, uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Mm. So a lot of ex excitement to come because the two big tournaments are on the way in the U.S. That's so uh, we are fully focused and we are working also on some uh, developments like business developments. Uh, we are uh, launching uh, a tennis and school program in Malaysia in a few months, All right. which is exciting for us. Um, and we are still working on UTS, the, the new tennis league that we have started in 2020. So we've moved forward quite a lot on that project and uh, finally, uh, a good project that we're going to talk about very soon with you, I'm sure. Absolutely. Oh, great. Well, uh, next time I want to hear a bit more what you're doing in Malaysia. That's been my home for over 25 years. So uh, that's exciting to hear that you're doing something there. Uh, but that's not what we're here for today. Today, we're here to talk about what you're doing in the world of NFTs and your new project there. I believe it is called The Coach. Is that the title or the name of the project? Yes, that's the name of this project. And... Um, the idea of this project is to uh, to create a very exclusive club. Uh, the club will be uh, uh, made by uh, with all the NFT uh, holders, the ones who are the collectors. Uh, and I want to put together the all the tennis fans. I mean, not all of them, but a group of tennis fans and a group of also uh, uh, Web3 enthusiasts and bring them together in that special group, giving them real-life experiences attached to each of the NFTs and also giving them the possibility to uh, to be uh, whitelisted on the future project, NFT projects that we're going to have because we have a lot, a lot of, of very nice projects for the future about uh, with the goal to uh, bring together sports and uh, the NFT world because we believe that uh, is going to be very, very uh, useful. Uh, in terms of developing the fan experience, uh, thanks to the NFTs, the Web3 offers so many opportunities to develop that. Right. No, absolutely. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge believer into NFT as well. Uh, we're, we're working on several projects, and, and that's why I'm definitely very curious exactly what you're doing. And maybe here in the next sort of uh, 20 minutes, we'll kind of uh, find out you know, a bit more detail. So. Talk a bit more about the concept itself. Um, you know, what is it? You know, I believe there is a warm up and there's the match and celebration. So you have different rarity of the of the NFTs, and obviously each one comes with certain unique benefits uh, and access to yourself. So talk us a bit more about through that. 
That's exactly what you explained. That's exactly that. So we have three levels of uh, scarcity. Um, and of course, each level offers different opportunities for the, for the holder. Mm-hmm. Is that whatever the scarcity is, when you have one of the NFTs, the coach, you are in that special members club with only 2000 people. Okay. And I wanted it to be small because I want to, I want to be able to, uh, to know everyone and to have an interaction with each of the members. Right. Uh, the level of scarcity will give, as I said, different, uh, Options, opportunities to uh, to have real-life experiences, like for example, a one-on-one session, tennis session with me. Uh, the opportunity to be uh, participating into events that I uh, will be held at Murato Blue Academy, uh, like conferences on tennis, like uh, tennis events where they can maybe play with, uh, with with professional or future professional players. All that kind of stuff, because again, it's uh, my goal has always been to share my passion with people who are passionate about tennis, to share my passion with people who are like me, um, whatever the level is. I never ever thought I'm working only with professionals. I always wanted to open my activities to all the tennis fans in the planet. So this NFT project is a great opportunity to do it, again, with a very limited number of people because uh, I want it to be uh, still be a human size and and with everyone. Uh, and the, of course, uh, there is a, so as, as we said, there are different levels of scarcity, but uh, I think every level uh, brings a lot of very exciting things. And again, this gives the opportunity to be whitelisted, so to have access, private access, direct access uh, to uh, to all the future projects that will uh, mm-hmm. pose in the but future. Makes complete sense. And it, it, I love it. It's I think it's a really unique uh, and creative way of, of uh, engaging with the NFT and the crypto world, uh, bringing your world to it. Um, and we've seen it, of course, in sports with many other examples there. Uh, some of the Grand Slams have done a few things. So uh, I think it's really unique. Now, let's let's talk a couple of bit more of the, some just some technical things so that, you know, we kind of get the uh, the whole thing really out there and it's very clear. So the 2000 NFTs which you're creating, they're spread over those three uh, levels. So each level has, um, you know, a couple of whatever. Uh, is it spread between the 2000 or each level has 2000? No, it's uh, 2000 in total. In total, right, okay. Of course, the, the, the three different levels are warm up, that's how it's called, the first level. The second level is called the match. And the third level is called the celebration. And of course, the higher you get, the less number of M- NFTs there are. Uh, in the last level, you have only five, uh, and oh, in wow. total, 2,000. What is interesting also is that because I want everyone to have the chance to access the highest level, potentially, of NFTs, so each person is going to buy an NFT, and at the end, the scarcity will be randomly selected. So anyone can have the chance to have the most rare card at the end. Ah, right. Okay. So it's not about bidding, and, and let's say the, whoever pays the most ends up with the the biggest one. Um, you randomly get select, or you randomly get allocated which one you can get. Interesting. Now, what what happens if let's say you have ten thousand people uh, going after the two thousand? So it's also a random selection of who gets the two thousand, or how does that work? No, it's going to be the the, the first uh, the first who buy will be served, and the the less the least wants. So uh, you know we will have a pre-sale first okay. of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pre-sale is going to start the 17th of March. Okay, and it's going to be a public pre-sale, but a limited number of NFTs will be available only. Right, and then the 26th of March will have the 
official uh, public sale and uh, there are only 2,000, so people will have to be extremely fast if they want to be able to be one of those. Right. So it's a first-come, first-serve exercise. Exactly. You yeah. say it much better. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Just making sure I, I understand it properly. Interesting. Uh, I like this. Now, is there a fixed price or is it an auction format? It's a fixed price. Okay. I, I didn't want to make a selection with the price. Like uh, the ones who have more money can buy the rarest uh, uh, NFTs. I wanted everyone to have uh, equal chances, so that's why it's a fixed price for any NFT. And uh, again, the level of the NFT is randomly selected. Right. And and can you reveal the fixed price? Is there is it fixed already? <laughs> it's going to be around five hundred dollars. Five hundred US or euros. It's going to be in dollars. Yes. In dollars. Yeah. Okay. Good. Interesting. Now, again, our next question would be obviously is is there you know what what uh, blockchain are you using um, for the NFTs? We're going to use the Ethereum uh, blockchain. The Ethereum for blockchain. Them. Okay. Um, and then uh, again, are you using a major platform like OpenSea or, or others to um, you know present the the uh, the NFTs or how, how are you looking to launch it and, and what's the backend system running it? So we have created a website dedicated to that project mm -hmm. and uh, people will be able, able to buy the NFTs directly on the website. They can buy it with the credit card mm -hmm. to make it as simple as possible because I found out uh, since I entered into this NFT world that I really uh, like more and more every day that the access, the first access to NFTs is very complicated uh, and we're going to try to help people uh, create uh, their wallet and do all these things that need to be done in order to be able to buy their NFTs. We're going to support them, help them do it. And we want it to the success to be as simple as possible. So when you can pay with your credit card, it makes it so much easier. So it's going to be the first market will be on our own platform, so on the website. Um, and, uh, and then uh, second market will be on OpenSea and, and those platforms. Got it. Okay, yeah, I, I'm assuming you you'll have a uh, some so I guess backend system behind it who then does the actual minting, but uh, that's probably less important really what you're using there. So the name of the website is thecoachnft.io. Thecoachnft.io. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure that everyone can find that. Now. It, again, once I come to the website, um, I'll enter, uh, I put my credit card down, uh, said hopefully I'll get into the first 2,000. Um, how do I, you know, I guess I get in, you know, once once you then uh, select the 2,000 members, they get an email and then they're invited to some sort of a, you know, introduction, you know, get together with everyone on a, on a call or, or what, what do you, ex what is sort of, what can I expect as the first thing besides obviously a nice welcome email? Well, that's a very good question. We go over into details, no problem. So the, the idea is that uh, people have, of course, different options. They can they can buy directly, but they also might need some more explanation or uh, some more details or or simply help to create their wallets and, and, and do all this, this transaction, which again, for someone who's buying NFT for the first time is a bit complicated. So they will be able to uh, book a spot on a calendar on which uh, we will give them a call and they're going to have support. I have a full team uh, that has been hired for this project and the next NFT projects that we're going to launch in the future, who's completely de dedicated and who's be will be uh, available to uh, discuss and spend the needed time with each of the, the future oh, right. directors and help them go through all that process. 
Yeah, so so you basically helping with the onboarding. I like that. That's that's a, that's a great service, and I'm sure again all the you know, the, you know as you rightly said earlier. Buying your first NFT is not as simple as it sounds like in, in many cases, um, you know, setting up a wallet and, and all the other things, especially if you have to pay in cryptocurrencies, that makes it even more complicated. Of course, buying it with a credit card is a, is a much easier step already. So, um, but yeah, that you have a team as well helping and supporting it. I think this is going to be very helpful and hopefully bring some new folks into it. So, you know, let's let's go a little backwards here. Where did the idea come from? I mean, what is it really um, what triggered that? Of course, I'm sure you're following what's happening in the NFT space and looking at your own uh, world of how to connect it. But uh, you have a particular group of partners who kind of, you know, help you develop the idea or where does this come from? So um, the idea came from different uh, different directions. First of all, I, I as you know, I'm, I'm a big tennis fan, and it's my business for now 25 years, and uh, and I, I'm following a lot what's happening in tennis, and I know that there are a lot of things that can be improved. As you know, the world is changing. Those last 10 years, uh, thanks to the digital, the world has completely changed, and people, the way people are consuming, changed, mm. uh, and. I think that we can really improve the fan experience for the tennis for the for the tennis fans for the sports fan in general. Mm. Like the idea is to help them connect better with the players, connect with each other, and live the experience that the, the sports experience more fully. Uh, and I I thought how can we do that for many years? And when I started to discover the the, the Web3 in general and the NFT world by just being myself interested and trying to understand how this works and, and starting to to meet people in this world, uh, I actually made a, a much bigger step uh, when I invested uh, some months ago in uh, in the Paris uh, Web uh, Blockchain Week Summit, which is one of the biggest summits uh, about the blockchain in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are some of the investors in that event where that gathers all the industry. Uh, and I also uh, I'm also working with uh, the company Sorare to help them get into tennis. All right. I'm really quite much into the NFT world. I understand well this world, and I thought that's a perfect tool to bring those uh, tennis to, to propose to those tennis fans to live the, the tennis experience more fully. Um, and I thought that's also a great opportunity to bring together two world, two world, two people mm. coming from two different worlds. Uh, one side, on one side, the tennis fans, and on the other side, the Web3 web enthusiasts. And this uh, this NFT project called The Coach brings together those two people, those two kind of people who will live together, exchange ideas together, and, and come with a lot of ideas. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, and and who's, who better than the number one tennis coach in the world to bring the coach to the fans here? Um, the other thing I believe is, is also when it comes to crypto and, and NFTs and, and, and blockchain in general, it's if you're from a business point of view, not so much from an investor point of view, is really we need to be in it, right? Uh, if you're in it, you learn it, uh, you get, you see what works, you see what doesn't work, and you keep adapting to it, right? It's all nice and good reading about it and sort of, you know, talking about it, but uh, doing it is always the next level. And so I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's great to see that you're diving in there and and being a part of the journey. So um, I wish you best of luck. Uh, let's quickly just uh, recap a bit here to make sure that everyone who's listening has the right date. So we're talking about the 17th of March for the pre-sell, I believe, 26th for the public sell. 
and uh, the website was thecoachnft.io. So, Patrick, any last words from you? Yeah, and the 27th we'll do the reveal, so everybody will know which uh, which scarcity of card they have. Right. Uh, yeah. So, but you gave the right dates. You gave the right website. So now <laughs> let's go. It's, uh, let's it's, go uh, do it. And just to, to just to say one word about what you said, I agree 100%. It's a fascinating world that uh, is opening to us with um, a million of opportunities, this uh, Web3 in general and NFTs in particular. Um, and it's exciting to discover all those possibilities. And a lot of things have not be, haven't been created yet. Uh, when we started that project, my first thought was, I want to make sure, I mean, I want to give the maximum chances to create value for people on the long term for the collectors. And uh, that's always the mindset that I have. I never have a short term view. I always think long term and and think how can we build a value for the people? Absolutely. No, I think you, uh, I, I, I like it. I, I'm going to be trying to get myself one. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again soon, uh, right after, and, and to hear, you know, the success of, you know, of it. So best of luck and, uh, you know, enjoy your rest of the day there in Nice. Thank you very much, Marcus. Talk again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Sports Entrepreneurs by Marcus Lure Podcasts are a collection of interviews and stories. All content in this podcast is the copyright of Marcus Lure. Reproduction and distribution of the presentation without written permission of the owner is prohibited. All rights reserved.